Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepath. And I'm Travis Watt. And this is the show where Travis and I are breaking down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And we're at Season 5, Episode 11, Ship Broken. And before we get to the synopsis, Travis, I just wanted to announce uh, that I, I mentioned it last uh, episode that I'm going to be uh, providing the voice of Nick Rory on the uh, the podcast uh, audio uh, drama Gwyn mm-hmm. Shorts and um, my first episode dropped and I have got a, a lot of very nice feedback from a lot of very nice people, uh, both, nice. both uh, listeners and fellow castmates. And, uh, and that was really nice. Uh, so I got my lines for this uh, last week for the one that's going to drop, I think probably tomorrow. Uh-huh. And one of the lines is, and in it, I mean, Gary, Gary's in it. So because we got a lot of Gary to talk about tonight too, pal, because I'm yep. got my, my gun sight straight on Gary tonight. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, he's got a, he's got a bigger part than, than usual in this one. Yeah, there's just certain things that really get under my skin. But anyway, uh, there's one line that uh, Z wrote for me where Nick says to Gary, don't be a pussy and come over here and have a beer with me. And I thought to myself, I'm like, oh, that's a little, I don't know. I don't want to be saying pussy. That's lame. And yeah, Nick wouldn't say pussy. That's you know, so I, I, I recorded it uh, pens pensy because he he says that pensy yeah, yeah and I sent uh, uh, Z a note saying I uh, I'm looking at me Travis one show in and I'm already being a, a pain in the ass uh, yeah, actor yeah. right Final I don't think my character would do it this way good good, uh, good. <laughs> but ruffle that rattle those cages man I know I, I basically said I was like I think it feels more Mick this way and Z uh, to Z's credit was just like great whatever you want whatever you do to be mick be mick <laughs> awesome hilarious so check out Gwyn shorts uh it's fun but let's get to the how long episode. is each episode it's like five minutes like five yeah. minute episodes how many episodes have there been so far 16 is coming out uh how many are you in just the one the two when two. 16 drops yeah yeah all right. Come on, let's get that arrow wiki. Uh, okay, okay, here we go. Everyone broken. is ship broken. Everyone is eager to use the Luma Fate, but the team must decide who they want to bring back first, leaving Charlie to make a tough choice. Sarah struggles to understand what has happened to her with the help of Constantine and Ava. They try to figure out how to help her. Meanwhile, Rory has a guest on the ship that he is trying to impress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm yeah. going to get this out of the way. Can you already guess what part made me uh, laugh harder than anything in this episode? You'll know when it comes. Um, I, I don't know. I don't want to. I, I know yeah. what made me laugh the most yeah. when I okay. first saw this one. Okay. Um, I'm talking about me, me. No one, every, th- every conversation we've had uh, and recent uh, conversations we've had. Uh, really I'd have to laugh. think about it. I, I yeah, don't well, know. No, you'll know when it comes. So here's the thing with this one. When I... When I talk about how I eventually grew to like the Gary character, that really is after in the last two seasons, because there's Mm -hmm. a lot of rehab of the character Mm -hmm. in the last two seasons, I feel. But my during the rewatch, I felt 
the same way I did the first time I saw it when it first aired, where I was officially like, I fucking hate Gary mm-hmm. and not in and not in the, the way you're supposed to. But Xbox heat. Yeah. Well, yeah, the go away heat uh, yeah. is how I felt about it. And there was stuff in this one that still popped through. Uh, but yeah. but and, and the reason it sticks out so much for me is because everything else in this one. I really like I'm like yeah, this yeah. One's I thought it was a good episode. Like I don't like to even to the point where. I, I barely know this to me. And he was a bigger part in this. Of this. All right. I bet you when you point things out, maybe I'll talk about them. Uh-huh. But to be honest with you, I didn't really notice. Like, I guess I've just become immune. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, this is me just, seeing so much of it. That's just like, yeah, that's part. And of I've the, been a defender on the, this show. I've been yeah. a defender of like, oh, well, you know, it will make sense when you get to the big reveal that right. was not just, planned. Yeah. But... He's just so part of the framework now that it's just, uh, it's part yeah. of what I watch now. It's I, this is, this is the show I watch. Now, Adam Checkman, yeah. who, by the way, again, seems like a lovely guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he could chew the scenery with facial expressions. It's yep. remarkable. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that psh, guarantee that rubbery face got him, the, uh, or at least his ability to do stuff with him got him that at least that callback. It's nuts, and, dude. Because yeah. he pull, he pulls some faces in this one that I'm just like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, man. Yep. Yep. Turn tone it down. He'd be he'd be good in wrestling. Yeah. Oh, playing to the chief seat. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. it, Adam. If you're gonna Weasley, if you're listening, Weasley manager. Adam, okay, if you're listening, get him there's on this up and coming. Yeah. There's this yeah. up and coming wrestling uh, organization out of Vancouver that plays yeah. towards the comic. Yeah. Called uh, Boom. Pretty, Check it out. Pretty awesome. So the, We'd bring back the third nipple a thousand percent. <laughs> I, can tell, I can promise him that. <laughs> you figure he does a lot of work in Vancouver. I was speaking still, honestly. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. I don't know where he looked like. Uh, I, I, when I saw him. I saw him on uh, one of the the Bebo's girls. Um, they spoke with him recently, right? Uh, and it looked like he was in the mm-hmm. uh, somewhat tropical location, at least LA, I would guess. Tropical Vancouver? <laughs> no, new. That's why even when it gets hot, doesn't. I mean, fuck. It feel we get tropical storms now. We didn't used to get those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, let's go. Oh, so real quick though, well, since I'll be traveling up to Vancouver, I'm going to ask you, what kind of weather should I expect in uh, yeah, October rain. in It'll, Vancouver? The, uh, October rain, for sure. For sure. Especially okay. late October. Um, yeah. Eh, sweatshirt. Sweatshirt. Sweater, we- sweater weather. No, no, bana- no, no banana hammock? I mean, we're on commercial drive. I can't say you won't see that. but And I can't say you wouldn't blend in. But, you know, my daughter's going to be there, man. Right? Okay. <laughs> So the show starts with Lita uh, listening to tunes on her earbuds and someone taps her shoulder and she turns around having mace, but it's Mick Mm -hmm. and he's got her for the weekend. And first she's all resistant. But when he says, he's like, Hey, I'm trying here. You know, I'm like, all right. It's, it's, it's one of those things when you, every now and then you see Dominic Purcell drop the, McRory character and just like yeah. say something like a natural human being yeah. would. Yeah. <laughs> and uh he's like, she's like, okay, fine. What do you got, got in mind? He's like, I got roller derby tickets. And she's like, fuck that. And what did he say? Cleavage and cleavage and, and violence or something. Elbows and cleavage or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to sell it. Dave Meltzer will be there. He's a fan. <laughs> We have uh, friends who do that. Oh yeah, a few friends. We have fr- like not there's 
I mean, there's a league here. I've never actually gone to it, but we have like, there's like, you can do it at like, like classes kind of thing. And uh, we have, yeah, a couple of, a couple of our friends from separate kind of friend circles met each other through there. So that was pretty funny. Well, let me ask you a question then, because I know how roller derby has made a resurgence. You see it here too, yep, but, yep. but I don't know. Is it still fucking a, a work? Like I don't know. To be? I don't know. I don't know. I know they're having fun. I, I think they're just, I don't know. I've never asked, to be honest. I think I, I don't think well, you they're know, going you, out you, there. Don't I like don't the think they're going out there and planning the kayfabe. They'll hit you over the like Dr. D. David Schultz and John Stossel. Yes, they'll knock exactly. you out. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, be my guest, man. <laughs> you're gonna get a you're gonna get a stopper. Gonna get a break in the dome. Break. <laughs> but she's got a history exam to study for. He's like, oh, all right, that's important. And he hits his beeper. Uh, and the wave rider appears uh, out of cloak, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, it's a time machine." Uh, and uh, she's like, "Well, hey, that could help with history." And she runs on, and he gives a little smile, knowing that he knew exactly what he was doing the whole time, mm-hmm. waiting to show. I, think, the I almost felt like machine. they should have uh, gone straight to the open there. You know what I mean? This is a long open before they went. It really the, is the, the theme. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, thought, I, I, I think they could have got away with it there like, like just get it out of the way you didn't have to and because you're setting up way too much to then like oh yeah and this is the show what like like how late did do you have a clock do you have a clock on that like um when i mean i don't mean to put you on the spot oh, when the when 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 it finally cuts the when we hit, this is probably latest in in legends history when we it is the, i don't remember yeah. i didn't i don't i don't think i made a note of where but it is it's like far into it and that yeah. would have been the better spot for it i think so too yeah uh so Mick's giving her a tour and he's like we can go anywhere he's like we can go see the ramones or sabbath and then she says or lita ford of the runaways <laughs> this is easily how do you not know this is the thing that made me pop harder than anything in this fucking episode <laughs> so fucking funny so i don't know if you've seen the um uh the the, the look, i haven't watched any of she hulk i don't I don't. I have, I've watched care. it all. I really like it. Okay, fine. I, I mean, like, and, and like, I just, I don't think I'll ever watch. I just, I just don't care enough. Oh, but, a, oh, but CG. But I yeah, saw yeah, that the, the, the yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, it looks like they, Shrek. She looks. But they like just Shrek. showed that clip. They showed that clip where it's uh, where it's like, "Hey, Megan the Stallion." Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like no one refers to her by the full three days. It's the exact same thing. It's also the critic, like, is when they refer to what types of adventures do you get to? And you remember when the critic shows up on Simpsons mm-hmm. and they they do the full crossover thing where they like it's just no one talks like that. It's so funny, and the fact that we'd mentioned it a couple times, like I made reference to it, then we hear it again today. Oh, you know, dude, it, that was... it, 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 it's it, like it's like uh, it's like poetry. They rhyme the way that joke <laughs> came out. Man, that was excellent. That also tells me, like, remember I said, it was like, why do they do it that way? And it's yeah, yeah, because yeah. someone insisted that they needed to ham ham fist yes. that in. Yes. This is the writers getting one back on them or something Maybe. like that by Maybe. doing that, like, or or they're just still doing the same thing. It is pretty funny. It is pretty. It's funny. so funny. Um, so we I don't to, think it's on purpose. I like I think that's giving them. Oh, I think it's totally on purpose. I think it's totally on purpose. All right, totally on purpose. That was someone on the writing staff being like, you know, they got notes from Berlanti's Ivory Tower. You, you need to be more specific about what that is. And they're like, all right, motherfuckers. Now, I'm fantasy booking the Legends writing room. We'll, right, get we'll get Cato on the show eventually and get that answered. Uh, I think it'll. I think we could. I think we could score that. 
<laughs> if I put forth any effort whatsoever. So JC and Astra are walking through the hallway and she's like, yeah, oh, they're all going to hate me. And Constantine's like, ah, as soon as people stop trying to kill these guys on a weekly basis, they're best friends, which is a nice little meta thing. Cause it's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And we cut to the bridge as Charlie is chanting and meditating to get ready to try to use the loom. And whoever was in charge of costuming, especially for Maisie here, fucking five stars. She looks mm-hmm. amazing. That mm-hmm. the um the, the the orange plaid skirt, punk yeah. skirt, the whole look with with the weaves, different colors made. Oh, yeah, must be really fun for that actress. Amazing. Yeah. She, she yep. looks so good. Uh, and even eating Zarya there, and uh, Gary's there, and he's got a dog. <laughs> really cute dog. It is a cute dog. What kind of dog is that? I kind did not terrier? look it up. It's a bigger version of Eddie, right, from uh, Frasier. Yeah, you know, I, I go through the entire IMDb, not one dog pet ant at all. That sucks. Talking about what the dog. Get all was. the fucking gun nuts, but no, uh, no dog nuts. None of the terrier <laughs> files. Terrier files. Canina files. <laughs> and it's his emotional support animal and he's got a doctor's note and there was what the fuck and the dog pisses on the floor and so uh constantine and pop in and, and, and gary's uh chasing after the dog and he just casually goes uh chasing tail gary that's a first and then steps in piss <laughs> hilarious <laughs> hilarious that all happened so quickly i must have missed it that's funny <laughs> So Charlie's ready to try to weave. And they get like you mentioned, uh, they're all arguing. Who's it going to be first? Bayrod or Astra's mom? Uh, Ava wants uh, to wake up Sarah. And uh, Charlie uh, just decides she's going to try Bayrod first. And she introduces each ring and which fate it represents and what she's all about uh, mm-hmm. to them, just in case it's the first episode of the season you've seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's, and, but you have to, right? Like this uh-huh. is probably, I don't know. Oh. But like if par for the course has probably been three or four weeks between episodes anyways, right? I mean, yeah, with the way they the way they bounce right. the show around. Yeah. Or at least they should start planning for that while this is happening. But we are kind of in the this is the last quarter here, right? Where you kind of got to. Yeah, we're, we're heading towards we're heading towards everything. the. Yeah. And I loved her reading of of the way that she does. She does a little. She found a way to give a little bit of something different to each one of those ranks and like a little different spin on it and a mm-hmm. little different bit of the that, Ooh, nice different spin character nice. uh uh kind of sass that she's got all the time it's really good oh i love her performance of it as well it's just always funny to me when you you pull back from like yeah. it's, it's like when you read that tv tropes site and you can only do it so long when they point out that everything is one yeah <laughs> so she finds bayrod's thread uh, they all got goggles on uh, the CGI of the the loom, the like the the yellow magic fabric that's uh, going all around them. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. I thought it's fine. I think that's I think that's what TV special effects should aim for. You yeah. shouldn't try to do anything too fucking crazy. You shouldn't try to do anything too expensive. That's not going to work. Or, um, you're not going to aim too high. Don't be too bold. Like it looked like a ribbon. It looked like a ribbon yeah. going around yeah. them. Uh, and and that's what you're. It felt like uh, you know next generation. This felt like a next generation episode. Uh, well, they're trapped on a broken ship, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I, I, I really liked that. Uh, and that CGI. I thought it was CGI. <laughs> CGI. I always love when, like I said, this is my fourth go around. I wasn't so much watching the loom or as I was watching the actors reacting to nothing and seeing how they were doing it. Did and they had their shades on at this point. They all have their later? shades on. Yeah, yeah. And Ava has the one where it kind of comes near her and she has to move out of its way ever so slightly. Oh, yeah. Which is a great little bit of direction for that. And I'm like, oh, that was like, it's like you said, don't go for something huge with this stuff. Yeah. Be subtle with it and it looks yeah. great. There's something that you can accomplish with what the budget yeah, exactly. and the, That's what the I meant. things yeah. that you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she finds Bayrod's thread and it's a mess from time travel, but she uh, tries to try to, to, to fix it and boom. Everything blows up. The ship goes dead. That's to open. All that is to the open is the ship yeah, going, yeah. going to dead. So they all wake up in the dark and Gideon puts on the auxiliary power and Charlie figures out, I can't do this by myself. I got to do it with my sister. So fuck. And they're not going anywhere. Ship's busted. And when Gideon tells Mick and Lee to what happened, Mick's feel, sorry, that, that, that feels like an important thing. Uh, that ch- that like her that kind of throwaway line. I can only do it with my sisters. Maybe yeah. it isn't. Maybe it isn't. But uh, but oh, it is. Me, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it feels like I knew into. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, this you're pl- you're pl- planting seeds. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes, sometimes I don't want to uh, examine it because I don't. I'm, I'm terrible about spoiling everything for you, and I, mm-hmm. do, I try to. But yeah, but, I mean, come on. But, yeah. All right. I'll be more open from now on, Travis, in our relationship. We have to have that as podcast. I thought partners. we had a very open relationship, man. I've been. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I haven't podcasted with anyone else. Sort that, yeah. yeah, sort that out offline. <laughs> on the Patreon. So Mick's pissed off because he promised Lee to time travel. And now he's worried she's going to fail her test. And so, well, you know, we got a library. You could study here. We got the Saren uh, and Ava in the Medvay. And uh, with a great bit of almost Stanley like dialogue as Ava's talking to her in the coma. She's, We need you, babe. We could use your vision. And right in time, she wakes up blind. Hmm. But she touches Ava and flashes and sees her dead because Sarah and now has, has a different vision. kind of vision. Yeah, yeah, has. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's solid. This is a solid episode, man. Oh, it's a fun one. This is one of my favorites yeah. of the season, man. Like, I mean, and like, a, like a total next generation episode. Like, you really see why, like, why you like this. Uh, you know, knowing how much you love Star Trek, and 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 the more I see when this show emulates uh, Star Trek, or at least tries to go with their tropes right or their mm-hmm. things of um i think that's when they really shine it's a star trek that's what the, the, the biggest star trek tropes there is is the ship's broken mm-hmm. and it's, it's uh it's been in every series mm-hmm. uh, speaking of which the latest episode of lower decks the cartoon just yeah. dropped the first two episodes it's my favorite of all the new star treks it's the funniest goddamn really thing. it's so good Crazy. it's yeah. so so good a lot of people think because mike mcmahon the creator um was a uh rick and morty guy yes they thought that uh big time rick and morty guy they're like oh it's just gonna be rick and morty star trek which turned a lot of people off and it's like now this is like super geeks who are really into star trek 
having fun with it and it's brilliant it's so so funny the voice work is amazing mm -hmm. jack quaid is my new favorite guy he, he does a voice on that and he's on the boys and he's just right. fantastic man oh, all right anyway, see so give me talking about star trek you know mm -hmm. i know gotta pull back a little so sarah puts on a blindfold let's talk about comic books blind warrior right. woman right. with a fucking blindfold yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah, I mean, it looks bad. There's really no reason to do it at all. If you can't see, why put a blind? She doesn't want people to see. She doesn't want people to see her weird white eyes. Oh, okay. And that's when how she did. Her eyes closed all the time. But well, that could be hard. And this also, she mentions, this is just like her training in the League of Assassins, where they had to wear a blindfold. So it feels more natural for her. Who gives a shit? She looks I cool. Know. I know it looks cool, but there's no reason for it. <laughs> It's a hat on a hat. Why does Daredevil, wear, on, why does Daredevil put, wear black glasses? Yeah, but that's when he's a lawyer and has to like deal with the public and stuff. But come right. on. Come on. We're all we're all we're all friends here. We've all had to share one bathroom for how long? You, you, you know, Sarah Lance is aware of what looks cool or not, and she's taking okay. she's taking advantage of that. She's I a fucking that. assassin. I see. I see that's what it is. It's about what looks cool. Mm -hmm. It's part of the character. She's gonna she knows her character. A yes. blind, she's a blind ninja. Blind right. ninjas wear fucking blindfolds. Right. The way it works. So she and she's like, you know, no time for this. Let's I'm gonna I need to help fix the ship because no one knows the ship better than me, except for Ray, Jax, Rip, Stein, and Veyrod. Well, maybe you know. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember what joke that reminds me of. Uh, from oh god, it's it's a callback to a famous joke from a fav uh, from a movie, and I just can't fucking uh, from what it. what's the line? Uh, oh, it's like a, it reminds me of this Monty Python joke. Okay, yeah. and she goes, "No one can fix. No one knows the ship better than me. I need to fix it. Well, except for me, Ray." Or Jax, Rip, right? Stein. Oh yeah, 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 they yeah. Ride. it's like you get Monty Python right. He's like nobody likes a good joke more than me, except perhaps uh, Colonel Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and his yeah, wife. As a matter of yes. fact, everyone <laughs> likes a good joke better than me. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, no, that's uh, good. And she's like blowing off. She's not telling anyone about the, her visions. Uh, Which okay, and one of the things, one of the off things as a leader. Why are you? Why hide things? Again, same sort of thing. Like. It, everybody you're mm -hmm. this is your deepest friends man why would you your true love too right away yeah, it's a little yeah, I, mean, I didn't like her that. dead i think I mean, it was it was more to con the convenience for that worked better for the story than a, it didn't match her character but yeah that was a that was one fault i felt with uh, this up it, it, it i agree but the scenes it led to with the flashes are uh, super fun uh mm -hmm. and like and even to the joke when she when she like well, we'll get to it because I don't want to ruin that. So anyway, yeah. so they run into Mick and Lita and Sarah touches Lita and sees dead Mick with a crying Lita. And Sarah's freaked out now and there's a kid and a dog on the ship. That's why she doesn't say anything. She's like, there's a fucking dog on the ship. Mm -hmm. And more of the wacky comedy of uh, Ava and Gary that goes on through this one. But when Sarah says... Like emotional support animal that's not a real thing i just saw people clutching their pearls everywhere yeah but... <laughs> yeah oh that was kind of a shitty thing to say actually yeah it was yeah, yeah. how about the, uh tell that to the the parkland kids you know what i mean apparently that the 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 dogs there really helped out okay mm -hmm. so 
you know, it's uh, someone who's telling one of those stories about some asshole on a plane going, This is my emotional support, McCall. Yeah, I guess. And you're like, Oh, I guess. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. But still, I, that was a bit, a bit of a shitty thing to say, especially uh, for yeah, such it, a, it, a show it, that, it, it, a show it, that, it, a show it, that prides itself on being uh, progressive. And I agree. I agree. Yeah. It, to yeah. me, it clanged. It clanged yeah. in that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess it's trying to be like we're not a we're not a, a job we're a bunch of superheroes what the fuck maybe. is this I think that's right. what they're trying to go for maybe yeah. there, there's no HR right <laughs> it's probably where they were going for but it didn't land it yeah. came off like you and I were saying a little mm-hmm. mean mm-hmm. so, so Ziza looking at pictures of Bayrod and Astra asks if they were close and uh, she says you know no but we were uh, about to be. And she's got a plan. Uh, in the I like this scene in the library. Everything with Mick and Lita in this is cool. As you know full well uh, from the show's been doing. My favorite thing has been uh, Mick and Lita, and mm-hmm. that's my favorite part of this episode. This that episode and, that yeah, and Nick, that this. and Nick Zano. Nick Zano. I'm, I'm already telling you right now. My MVP, Nick oh, Zano, really? for this yeah. episode. Yep. I think I was leaning towards uh, Charlie, but we'll keep going. We'll see how. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like flipping through her leader's history book. Mick is. He's like, I oh, punched him, made out with her. That was that was fun. Mm-hmm. And her exam is on the French Revolution, and she looks at her, like the French Revolution. And the way he goes, I've heard of it. it like, it's so funny. I just mm-hmm. like, I'm not an idiot. I, you know, I I robbed it, and I've been there. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, sure. And she's got to write a paper on the similarities between the Declaration of Independence and the uh, the similar document from the French Revolution. And uh, of course, Mick knows a guy and go, goes against Nate. And uh, he starts charming her, shows him that is steel, and she's like, you're the coolest. And Mick totally sees that, you know, her his daughter's basement's flooding for uh, Nate here. He's like, oh, come on, come on, let's get to studying. It's, he can tell. Yeah, it's pretty funny, yeah. And, uh, Nate says, Mick, he's like, hey, you know what? We could use some snacks, buddy. Uh, why don't you go make us some ants on a log? Hmm. My, I gotta... my daughter, my daughter loves ants on a log and really wanted the, us to make them for her. She had an ice cream party recently and she wanted all she wanted were ants on a log and different kinds of ice cream. <laughs> on top of each other. <laughs> I don't know. That's just the, the her, that's the way she would care. That's like catering a perfect party for my daughters. Ants on a log and ice cream. I didn't I had never heard the term ants on a log for years and years and years although i was aware of the snack it was just i i, I had never heard it called that it was just like yeah peanut butter and raisins and celery mm-hmm. and it was like years until i heard it called that yeah, yeah i do not care for it i don't i don't like uh i'm not celery. a fan celery's oh i'm a celery my, fan celery is my least celery. favorite least favorite vegetable for sure oh celery might I be love my vegetables. favorite vegetable wow crazy yeah not in my tuna fish that's for fucking monsters but <laughs> I want something green and crunchy in my fish. No, thank you. All right. So, oh, where were we? So, uh, Mick goes off to make the ants on a log. Uh, JC Constantina uh, runs into Sarah and she touches him and she sees him stabbed. And uh, then they tell her Astra's on the ship. And now Sarah's worried. She's like, oh, shit. It must be Astra who's going to kill everybody. And again, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, are you going to tell them anytime soon here? I mean, that something's going on. But right. anyway, yeah, so we got the whole thing with Astra trying to bullshit uh, Zari and uh, getting Charlie to try again with her mom. 
and all throughout this episode is Astra trying to like bullshit Zari, just thinking that she's vapid and and you can't bullshit this Zari. And it really reminded me of your comparison when you were like the Kim Kardashian type character. I was like, yeah, no one's bullshitting her, right? She can't be fucked with. Mm-hmm. She's a she knows what she's doing. Every, she mm-hmm. controls everything about her public right. persona and sure. her empire. Mm-hmm. So it makes a lot of sense. And sorry, she's like, Shh, yeah, you know, hell girl, please <laughs> try doing this shit up here. Right. right. And so Charlie, she tells uh, Sarah, she's like, look, you're the first mortal to see a God's true form and survive. Something must be up. What's going on? And that's when Sarah fesses up that she's having these flashes. And Charlie's like, well, you fucking see in the future, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, no. And she says, it's, and she basically says, it's so far out to believe that the paragon of destiny now can see the future because of this shit. And I was mm-hmm. like, and I went, and I take down, I, I agree. No, no, of course not. That makes perfect yes. sense. Yes. <laughs> and that's why you just got to bring it up immediately. The second it starts happening. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't want to worry anybody. Come on. Yeah, that's it's that's one of the yeah. only clanger parts of this one. Yeah, it's yeah. just to get, and I get it. It's to get the, yeah, to get all the visions in, and to stuff. get all the visions in, and and get you guessing and everything. But you know, it, it, but I still love that because there, there was a whole dissertation on the last show on the IMDb about all the possible things it could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person got the one right. It's the Paragon shit. <laughs> uh, and Charlie's like, well, it must be Astra, and, and we had, Ava's trying to defend her because they kind of made friends in hell z walks in also looking fine uh this episode costume department thumbs up from uh young john m hedgefeth Oof, holy moly and she says hey you know it is astra she's up to something she just tried to play me and gary comes in and he's got the empty ring case because uh he um had to go uh uh, throw some dog shit in the floor after he ran into Mick, uh, who, who, by the way, was failing terribly at making ants on a log. Yes. It was so f- fucking funny. Yeah, a table funny. full, because the fabricator's broken. Yeah. And it's just a table full of like, I can't put knife in jar. It's yeah. so funny. funny. I can't take these gloves off. Nope, he won't take them off. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and Gary actually gives him some good advice, but he finds the the ring case with the rings gone in in the uh, in, in the garbage. And Gideon is sabotaged, so now they're like, "All right," and they toss Astra in the holding cell. Constantine's defending her because they're like, "Yeah, she was with me the whole time." And they're like, "Don't matter." And then he tells Astra, "He's like, he's like, look, I know you've only chose to do this because I'm your last choice, so you know, don't get too." cozy about this shit so nate is telling lita about the team and mick walks in with the ants on a log and she's excited lita is she's like dad do you have a superpower he pulls out his gun and she gets pissed because she's anti-gun you got a gun that's it right and they start that little argument and nate tries to calm it down He's like, shut real quiet too. He's like, shut up, Mick, and walks by him. And he's yeah. like, hey, your, your old man here uh, finances the whole operation. You know, and she's like, oh, well, by stealing, which is why he was in jail. Yes. Uh, and he turns around, he's like, damn it, Mick. I was like, oh, that was your fault, Val. That wasn't right. <laughs> I was shit. 
So anyway, mate's like, hey, we got stuff from the French Revolution. Did you steal some stuff from Marie Antoinette? And that gets her, you know, piques her interest. Uh-huh. And it works. And then <laughs> it's my favorite line delivery of the episode, maybe of Zano's uh, career. Yes. As as Zano, as they walk out and father and son walk out and, father and he daughter. looks at himself, father and daughter, I mean, uh, looks at him, he goes, not bad, Nate. Not bad at not all. Bad at and then all. he takes a bite takes a bite of the ants on a log. The ants on a log and goes, oh, good. He's like, not bad, Mick. Like, not bad at all. The exact same. It's, it's, like same. A it's like a Homer read. That's a Homer joke, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a Homer joke. I laughed good. so hard. Really good, yeah. So Sarah's looking at uh, the sabotage, uh, you know, looking at it through the blindfold, I guess, with Ava. And uh, yeah, uh, Z's trying to interrogate Astra, who's trying to play her on her JC vibe. But she's like, hey, all this back and forth it proves that you know either one can't get one o- over on the other and uh and she said just go find out who did this and uh sarah runs into constantine again and this time she touches him and she sees uh, in the flesh her reflection in the knife she's the killer it's gonna right. be her yeah and uh she's like lock me up in the in the med bay then we get to one of my favorite reveals in the history of Legends of Tomorrow. McRory's Scrooge McDuck room. I, the first time I saw this, I laughed out loud and just like, bravo. I was like, that's fucking great for something they've never even talked about. Mm-hmm. And this is See, all thought... the shit he's stolen. Okay. Uh, I thought it, like that they had talked about having a war chest or... They like mentioned they'd... it briefly here yeah. and there. Yeah. 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 And like that, like we knew that this is how they're um, bankrolling everything at this point. Right. Yeah, well, are... There was also that whole storyline when we, well, we can't get fired from the time bureau. They pay for this. So mm-hmm. right. Right. Okay. They kind of, this is how they write that away off. Yeah. But I well, love the visual of it. Just like, and then he's got like a billion fucking like billions of fucking dollars. The only good billionaire, Mick Murray. <laughs> Started off he as a earned it. He earned it. So, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> excuse me. And the way Lita says, she's like, because at first she's mad at him for being a thief. And she looks at all this and she goes, Well, you really like to steal. <laughs> it almost impressed. I was like, Yes. She's, I, I, I really, we get to see her the rest of the season and an appearance or two next. And that's it. But I really enjoy this young lady. Uh, she's she's great and she's like well why is this in a bank and he's like banks get robbed and she's like well why don't you invest all this and she does this whole thing with simple math it's like so how much you got here he's like oh, a billion she's like oh, what how much you gonna have in 10 years and she's like uh oh. she's like, a billion dad a billion <laughs> <laughs> then she starts getting greedy she said, we could go back in time and buy Manhattan or invest at the beginning of the stock market. And this alarms Mick, who kicks her out, tells her soft limits. It's the one where she runs away with like, oh, you're the worst father ever. And it's like the first time in the show where when she says that, she's not she's she's not right. Because <laughs> yeah, you already yeah, know, yeah. you're like, clearly he's doing the right thing here <laughs> yeah. this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Z's looking at the footage that she hacked. And uh, once again, they do this whole joke with like Astro goes, you hack? I'm like, they already did that. They, they already did that line. Right. With, with them being surprised that Zari yes. knows how yeah. to hack. Mm-hmm. 
Constantine walks in says they had to lock up Sarah. And uh, Asher says, is that your solution to everything? And they just gives a response like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Again, that's what I picked up on this one. I think Xano is just having a blast. Mm-hmm. Man. So the footage shows that Charlie stole the rings and flushed them down the toilet, which means that Gideon records them shitting, Travis. Yep. They point that out too. Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah, the they f- mention it? What's Gideon into? Oof. She's doing her job. Well, it was Rep who designed her, right? So mm, well, sort of. The time master, the time, the time masters are just yeah, there fucking you go. freaks. Yeah. And they show that Nate broke the fabricator, and he's like, I broke food, I got rid of the food. I love food. And uh, Astra wants out, but they still suspect her. So then Gary, and this is what we've been building up for, baby. Gary goes into the med bay and gives Sarah his dog. And first she's mad, but then the way she starts to melt when she holds him is very cute. And then the dog barks. Yeah, it really is. Until he barks and you hear in the bark, kill him! You know what that means, Travis. Yeah, yeah. It's time for oh. how many Capone? Oh, baby? Yeah. Dog edition. Give me a break. Mr. Capone. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I canceled tickets to the opera because I heard there was new players in town. Uh-uh-uh. We are not speciesist on Gideon, guys. This you is know, a- here's what I think. Like, them, uh, the show, if Legends of Tomorrow is saying that there actually was a demon dog telling Son of Sam to do the crimes that he did, then they're basically exonerating the Son of Sam. So, uh, uh, <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> that is a that is a tack. But this is the neighbor's dog, yeah. and in this, it really was a demon, and that dog did exist, Travis. That was a real historical character. The dog did exist. What so kind of dog was it? How many dog? Components? What kind of dog was the real one? I don't remember. See, I need to know that because then I'd have to see like how is he? Is he? Is, he, is this dog acting like? Okay, this well, dog? based on based on the dog, the voice based actor, on the breed. and the voice actor, and uh, the, the fact that the actor. voice actor has a Bronx accent. Yeah. No, that I mean that did. Come on, give me a number. I don't, I don't even know. I. I Seven, two, pick one. I don't know. I don't know how to gauge it. Like I'm trying to take this seriously, man. Uh, I just uh, three, sure, three. I don't know. I'm going two capones. I thought the dog was great. It was one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite reveals of a villain ever on this show with okay. time traveling villains. Is that one of their villains? But that's not what the Capones dog. is about engaging. It's about like how, about, how good of our performance did they do? They, oh, no, dog actors. So you're saying dog actors are not actors? Yeah, no, I've seen great dog performances. This was a pretty uh, good dog performance. But they, but this is the first time we've seen a dog playing a real person. And so I would real need person, to a real dog, a real, a dog, playing a real, a real dog. dog, a dog playing a real dog, a real. Uh, I would need to look into the the real dog mm-hmm. uh, and see like how much because uh, as, as great as a dog actor can be if he's woefully miscast 
Like I, that, that three could be like, oh, you're being way. Well, you know too what? Kind. I'll look it up right now. You're being now. way we'll right, too kind. We'll do this right on the air. I'm gonna look this up right now. So, let's see, son of Sam, dog breed was a a Labrador Retriever. Hmm. In that case just terrible this is an eight it's an eight a black one too so they kind of whitewashed uh the character uh oh, disgusting and and made son of like you know maybe uh berkowitz was that his last name yes berkowitz david berkowitz maybe not such a bad guy after all maybe know, look at this thing look at this we see there's a true form of the hellhound imagine if that was talking to you <laughs> you listen you would listen. Typical Hollywood. They got to, you know, cast the cute dog rather than yeah, the, the, exactly. the lamb. Yeah. The dog in The Master. That, that's the best performance by any dog I've ever seen. You ever seen the movie The Master? I, I have not. I, I know it's about. Holy shit. Not. Holy shit. I'm not even joking, man. There's a. It'll make you cry, this dog's performance. It's so <laughs> wild. I've never seen anything like it, where it's a dog's performance is incredible. Uh, I'll tell you what. Have you ever seen my dog, Skip? No, that dog's performance in that is boy, it, that, that's a crying movie, my okay. friend. But Ooh. you've got to see. There, oh, there's a part where there's just so much emotion, uh, and it's all the scene is carried for the by the dog. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. So Sarah right. suddenly she breaks Gary's neck. She listens and takes off the blindfold, and you see the white eyes. In first year, it's like, what the fuck just happened? But it was a mm-hmm. flash. It was a little yeah. fool of the audience. Uh, and also because nobody dies in Legends season five. Right. Uh, and then she says, oh, it's the dog. And the dog pees. And that's what I got to do. We're going to take a little break. Should we switch insurance companies when we move? Uh, yeah, not a bad idea to shop around. Your quote, $3,000, $1,500 a year. Mute, please. We should talk to someone. Sometimes humans are just more helpful. Let's get an accurate quote for you. Farm Bureau Financial Services. It's your future. Let's protect it. Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to Ship Broken, what else we got going on, Travis? Well, there's a lot of other great shows here on the Palm Podcast Network that y'all should check out. Uh, throw the years that's I, I feel like we should give them a shout out because that's kind of keeping this thing going when we're not around it's been it's been pretty quiet lately things are going to pick up though again here Th- throw the years mm-hmm. so it's about roh uh, uh history show we get a lot of uh listens on that and that's happy if you're into learning about old wrestling check that out as well breaking uh ball or busting balls is back uh our uh our football show or uh, soccer uh with our buddy jeffrey wessel um so you guys should check mm-hmm. that out and uh, yeah aside from that oh of course well we are recording this today on september the 2nd uh and our next live show a mystery titan theater will be september 3rd but then right after that don't worry if you missed it and you're getting this later we'll be back one week later september 10th what is mystery titan theater well you should know by now if you've been listening all this time it's me and johnny and 
usually Kelly Nelson and a couple other buddies um, along the way, a rotating cast of characters where we watch old wrestling live over Twitch at first. That's twitch.tv slash Jarvis Washing Machine. If you can't make it then and join the chat, but you should because it's been so much fun. Like, the last show was legendary. We had so many guests or so many uh, people in the chat, and it's really picking up, and that's that's really making it a, a kind of a new experience. See, the like, more and the more of you, and once again, mm-hmm. you don't have to like wrestling to enjoy the show. The more of you that participate in the live chat and chat with each other, you'll overwhelm Travis to the point where he can't yeah. be distracted yeah, reading the chat room while we're trying to do a show. I kind of want. We're almost at the point where we need a mod. You know what I mean? Somebody else who just kind of keeps an eye on that while we just kind of do our thing. But that's awesome. That's so cool. It's been so much fun. And so if you can't catch it live, like I said, it's every other Saturday, but we are doing two in a row because of uh, another thing I'm going to tell you guys about here shortly. Um, So it'll be uh, September 3rd and September 10th. September 3rd is with uh, Johnny's old buddy, one of his old best friends, Joe Danzo. Yes, sir. Uh, We we always do old Philly shows because that's where uh, you guys um, grew up together. And that's where you guys used to go to shows together. And then we've got our buddy coming back, Kevin Lyon, uh, Tar- uh, formerly known as Taro, the uh, luchador. Oh, uh, great. Awesome. He's the best. Um, and there's a guy who also, again, on that stream, that's twitch.tv slash Jarvis Washing Machine. I've also been streaming every night. And uh, Kevin's been joining. I played uh, pro wrestling for the NES last night. I had a, a good bunch of people on for that one. So if you like any of that, you can check that out too. But Mystery Titan Theater, if you can't catch it live, we go up on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash Jarvis Washing Machine, the same thing. It's a blast. Oh, but uh, yeah, the reason why I'm not on the 17th is because uh, Boom Pro Wrestling debuts. That's uh, my debut show, baby. Uh, Our debut show, uh, local uh, wrestling show, new company I'm part owner of, uh, slash host, uh, slash creative, everything. Uh, They were freaking out. I can't believe it's actually happening. Our debut show, September 17th, Boom Pro Wrestling. Go to boomprowrestling.com to see because, you know what? I haven't even, I haven't even... Well, you know, well, it's not going to matter. Like, uh, we've just, we're just making, we're just about to put the, uh, I mean, when we're recording this, we haven't put the, made the tickets available for October 29th yet. Yeah, where I we, will be appearing. Uh, yeah, where, where Johnny's going to be in town to join us for I Want Candy, our next show, uh, Halloween show. I'll be, I'll um, be playing candy. Yeah, and there's, we are just, we just put, we just, we're just releasing tickets for that. Um, but we haven't we haven't made them out to our public yet. But by the time you you hear this, so so go to Boom Pro Wrestling. Are you going to film this and upload it somewhere? Always, always. I mean, there's always going to be something there. Uh, whether or not we put it all together, we'd like to get into streaming it live at some point. But for the time being, um, yeah, we're just uh, hopefully edit stuff together afterwards. BoomProWrestling.com. Check it out. Now's the time on the show where we like to check in down in hell with everyone's favorite immortal despot, Vandal Savage. See what he's drinking tonight. It's time for Savage Brew. Ah, uh, oh, Han. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just reading this article. Just came out last week. Canadian Center on Substance Use and Addiction. It's really kind of made me rethink. Like, it's quite different than what I was told. Growing up, it says, like, these are quite shocking statistics. It says we should have no more than six drinks a week. More than that much alcohol leads to increased health risks, especially for women, a new report suggests. Hmm. Uh, Low health risks for two or fewer standard drinks, moderate health risks between three and six standard drinks per week, increasingly high for more than six standard drinks. I've had, I'm just starting my second tall boy today. Of Dreamboat Hazy IPA, 
It's a strong beer, 6.3% alcohol. It's it's really cool. Uh, the Parkside people do good work. Fuck. It says here nearly 7%, the number of can 7,000. 7, nearly 7,000 cancer deaths caused by alcohol use each year in uh, Canada. Fuck. Um, so I'm just trying to, you know, get back you're, to doing my thing. You're immortal. You're immortal. I know, like, but that, like, that's, uh, that's earth shattering, man. That's earth shattering. Like, there's a whole culture about you guys. You have guys like me on your fucking show. You have to, to come and talk about this stuff. I mean, I love it. But it's slowly killing all of us. <laughs> uh, by the way, far <laughs> too sophisticated a flavor palette. For your infantile taste buds, you fucking pussy, gonna go fuck my wife. Goodbye. Wait, did he say wife? Did they, so, did they get married? <laughs> did, he what the, did he kind of bury the lead there? I know. Did he? Okay, he and Madeline Albright got married. Oh my goodness. Who performs that ceremony? In I don't hell? know. Oh, there's over. Oh, what am I saying? How many priests are in hell? Hey, lousy oh, with them. Throw a rock. It's a. It's a. It's a. <laughs> I though I am DB curious. we got trivia and there was like three little things about gary about adam checkman that i realized were just probably off on the same interview put in as three separate uh, entries yeah uh the first i picked this one adam checkman was extremely excited when he first read the script fortunately i'm a dog person so i was very eager to play around with the doggy it was great i'm always sort of eager to lean into the comedy so when the opportunity arises I'm very excited to go down that road. No shit. <laughs> uh, I, I had to work with a dog on the last commercial I was on. It was the sweetest pup ever. Really? The sweetest. So was this Farm Bureau Financial? Was there? A yeah, robot? yeah, 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 yeah. Was it a robot dog? Be. Yeah, I guess I'll have to find the dog one now. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't a robot dog. It's just a regular dog, man. Real sweet dog. What breed was that? I can't remember. I don't. I can't tell you off the top mm -hmm. of my head. Look kind of sheepdogish. Mm -hmm. Really cute. It was originally supposed to be a Labrador Retriever, but we exactly. know how they get <laughs> fucked in Hollywood, right? Not the good people at Farm Bureau Financial. How dare you, sir? Seven out of seven found that interesting. Mm -hmm. Now it's time for viewer reviewers. First, ten out of ten. Creative, ingenious, twisted. From Tindalissa. This is L.O.T. at its finest, wild, unconventional fun. I love it. It's dark, funny, and sexy. <laughs> An awesome hour of television programming. More, more, more! Jesus. 16 out of 18 found that helpful. <laughs> and I guess this was uh, me looking at... Uh, uh, this guy was kind of speaking for me, so I guess I'll just include this. Seven out of ten. Don't agree with this. One of the weaker episodes is the title, and I disagree. But this is from uh, Suburum, or 
SBUHR man, whatever that means. Uh, and this is just something I pulled from uh, his or her review. Gary is used as a sad excuse for humor throughout the entire episode. The situations and character interactions are entertaining enough. The rabbit joke and Ava twitching her eye at the end was cringeworthy terrible. You might as well turn to the camera and say, Gary, not again, while a slide whistle goes off. That's that might actually be funnier. I think I said that the very first time we met Gary. Like that's You did. <laughs> yeah. You did. <laughs> Only four out of 14 found that helpful. Shit, we're going to lose more listeners. The Gary fans. First it's the shippers. Now it's going to be the Gary fans. <laughs> Jesus Christ. His parents listen to this show. <laughs> right, so I, I got a couple other trivia. I got one other trivia oh, please, thing that please, I think is really when Zarya is looking at the picture of her and Bayrod, the emotional poignant theme is heard playing from the episode Maroon when Snart pretended to kill Rory and instead actually left him marooned in an unknown time period. I saw that as well. All right, I thought, I thought you'd think that was pretty cool. I did. I did. I chose not right. to include it, but I'm glad you did. Yeah. All right. That's the episode that has the great, the greatest Wentworth Miller line delivery of all time. When they're arguing right before you think Snart uh, kills uh, Mick. And Mick goes, what happened to you? And he goes, people change. That's right. That's the best. <laughs> you got fat. <laughs> so Sarah, she calls Ava and uh, Constantine. She's like, it's the dog. And they just look at each other and like, she's lost it, right? <laughs> yeah. She's nuts. Again. And I think, yeah, they're laying that on a little thick here too like you, they've seen so much fucked up shit that's exactly that, right yeah yeah right uh, like that's kind of trope of like oh boy somebody's off the thing like it didn't quite work well, it all plays into the whole of her not telling them stuff then they think yeah. she's acting weird so yeah, yeah that's the it's the one little thread of this one that's yeah. gonna yeah, that and gary otherwise i i think this one's a blast especially because the villain uh god damn it I, th- I thought that was just fucking stroke of genius when that first happened i, I, I was like it's the son of sam dog that <laughs> blew my mind and they run into gary and he doesn't have the dog and so they all go to look for it as uh the team uh the rest of the team is uh looking at the uh, the footage and they, they zoom it back and the dog is there every time one of them is uh sabotaging the ship or stealing the loom or all that shit so the dog's been telling them what to do and they're like, where did you find this dog? And Gary's like, oh, I found it in hell. It just looks so lonely. Like, you fucking idiot. You brought back a fucking hell dog. <laughs> and also led me to think, how the fuck did you do that? In the last episode, you were tied. They were all tied up in ropes. And they cut the ropes and had to immediately flash. Where was Gary hiding this dog? In his asshole? doesn't make any fucking sense yeah oh well I, yeah i don't know it's the one thing that it's you know there's always yeah. that one thing I'm like how mm-hmm. how if you if you're a devotee of legends of tomorrow you start looking for this shit right <clears throat> although when i look at the big reveal of next season there's definitely you you could uh do some head cannon as to how he got the dog there but mm, okay yeah all right whatever so Sarah's right. And uh, Ava, she's like, that's the most ridiculous thing since uh, my uh, my episode of Stabcast. Remember, she has, yeah. she has a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. They bring that back. Yeah. About Son of Sam. And she, he's Gary's like, what? Oh, I recognize that name. And that's when they realize it's the Son of Sam dog. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you brought back the fucking Son of Sam dog. 
and Gary gets to get the great line. Uh, I don't know. He's like, at least I didn't buy from a breeder. Yeah, that was pretty good. That it was, was okay. <clears throat> but that's that suits them more than like that's not even a real thing. It is better than yeah, that's yeah, not even a real yeah, thing. Yeah, I love. Yeah. The, I'll give you that. There's there's not much that's worse than that's not a real thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's not so much about it being bad. It's just it doesn't suit their, you know, their kind of welcoming vibe, man. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. It's like I said, someone was on a plane with someone <laughs> with their emotional python. <laughs> and so the dog is uh, barking at all the the heroes. <laughs> and, Emotional sure. Python. I got one of those. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those delayed softballs. Yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. All right. Didn't let it go by. <laughs> <laughs> so the dog's barking at the, the team. And while Nate's going, you know, this dog has got some really good points. I think I'm going to kill you. Yeah. 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 Xano's my MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, uh, Gary and Eva run in and stop the dog with his do- with Gary's dog whistle. And then we get to the, the dog talks, and the dog fucking hates Gary, just like the audience. <laughs> and the dog introduces himself. I'm the canine of chaos, and that's turns cool. into its true. Yeah, I know that's fucking cool. He was a wrestler. This dog would be the canine of chaos. Mm-hmm. Turns into his true demon form, which again, this CGI looked pretty fucking good. I thought. Pretty good. Yeah. Not yeah. not terrible. Yeah. No, it fits. Yeah. Yeah. They're not trying to do too much. Yeah. And he's got the Bronx accent. And I mentioned it before. And I thought that was a fucking great attention to detail because that took place in the Bronx. And that is a definite Bronx accent. Hmm. And I, I wish I remembered his name, but I looked up the voice actor, the fucking career this guy's had. Yeah. On, on TV shows, cartoons, and video games. Many video games I know you would recognize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, cool. Oh, that's I've heard Travis talk about this one, this one, this one, and this one. That's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, John Turturro did his, the voice in uh, um, Summer of Sam. Remember? Oh, did, did he? Summer I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never saw. I, I I've only saw bits and pieces of it. I didn't even realize that you actually got to hear the dog talking in uh, Summer of Sam. Yeah, yeah. Now that would have been a better movie if it actually turned into a CGI demon dog, but. come on spike (laughs) tarantino this shit up so the team traps themselves in the force field to get away from the dog and this is when the facial expression adam checkman pulls in this is the one i'm talking about just this wide mouth giant reaction that i'm just like jesus christmas ray charles is dead and blind and said turn it down brother And uh, then we see the dog running through the hallway and Constantine and Sarah see it and go run after it. And we've got the team stuck in the force field and uh, Gary's grabbing Nate's ass. And and then the character, and again, it's not on Adam Checkman for me. It's like, I'm like, oh, this shit like this doesn't, it doesn't, it, I feel bad for him mm-hmm. to, because he, he has to play this shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, Why are you mad? It's not like I meant to do it. I was mm-hmm. like, is that what you really wanted? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not, that, that's not sympathetic. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Hold on a second, Astra is." She's like, "I know who this fucking dog is." Shit, let me out. I'm, I, you know, I, I'm from hell. Yeah. So they let her out, but she traps them and makes it even tighter. So yeah, and that go- was a little. I mean, it was, like, it's weird how she's able to kind of sneak out, but nobody else could before they didn't. Like, and she, 
I don't know. Yeah, she's she able did. to she's able to work the te- the the iPad easily. <laughs> yeah, she knows how to work. Well, she's been sitting there the whole fucking time. Maybe she studied it. I don't I know. Guess, uh, I guess. Yeah, whatever. But it, the whole purpose is to make you think that maybe she's she could be yeah yeah still bad. Yeah. So we cut to uh, Mick knocking at Lita's door, uh, who says, "Go away, Becky." And you're more is that that now that's definitely not still a thing but i i, I kind of remember that was an insult a, a few years ago go away becky yeah yeah go away uh, becky i don't know okay so usually know. you know all this you know you, you're a teacher uh, you're amongst like the youths becky with the good hair is a reference is uh that's like maybe that's what comes it is up in um fiance's lemonade mm. a lot i don't think that's it though well he's got no hair that makes no fucking sense and he's trying to uh, sympathize through the door. Says, uh, "Say, like, I know it's like uh, you know, hating your parents. It's like I, I, I set mine on fire." <laughs> I love that they use that as a joke now, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to remind you every now and then. Yeah. And she's not budging. And the dog, the hell dog, is in the air vent, uh, stalking Lita. Sarah and Constantine figure out they can uh, track the dog using her visions. Now, why she could touch Constantine and see what's going to happen to Mick, don't fucking know. Don't I fucking know. care. Yeah, whatever. But she sees Mick getting eaten by the dog, which is quite the fucking visual. Yeah, pretty wild, yeah. Yeah, it's it's very violent. Man. I was like, ooh. And she's like, to the library. And the dog attacks Lita. And Mick bursts in through the door and he saves his daughter. The flames don't work, of course, because he was born in flames. And I thought even like see this is what I'm talking about. Nick Mick didn't call the dog a pussy. He says something like this. He says this is what he says, like, get away from her, you mangy mutt. Like <laughs> right off the comics page. Yes. Bravo. All right. They I see what you mean. <laughs> Constantine draws the dog away, and one of my favorite shots ever in the history of Legends of Tomorrow is blind Sarah spin kicking upside down a demon dog down a hallway. <laughs> That yeah. shot fucking rules. Yeah. I mean, but it was that, all a little whatever. Is oh, it, fuck that rules. It looked cool. Sure. Look cool as fuck. That goes that goes on Katie Lotz's fucking uh, reel. Sizzle reel. That's her sizzle reel. It's her kicking that dog. <laughs> now, this dog was a Labrador retriever. They just painted it up to look like right, a hell dog. Right. Yeah. The one that they actually beat up on set. Yeah, the the dog with the green suit with the with the golf balls on it that they kicked the shit out of. He's the he's the Andy Circus of dogs. Yeah, you can take a shit kicking. Just his owner. Like, Don't his... worry about. It. Lean right into it. Lean right into him. <laughs> He'll feel it. He's He'll sell. He'll sell for you. He's the best. Oh. He's sitting, there, he's sitting he's there. He's sitting there in his chair, uh, offset with his name on it, smoking a Marlboro. Like it's a living. <laughs> and uh, Constantine's trying to cast a spell uh, to send help, but he needs to know the demon's name. And that's when Astra appears and says his name. It's Marcosius. And uh, as he's sending to hell, he yells, "The dog, Astra, you dick!" They I thought you said bitch. Did he say? He oh, you know what? Yeah, I don't know. The subtitles said dick. Yeah, no, it sounded like bitch to me. But it, it was made bitch. more sense. Yeah, that makes made... f- far more sense. Yeah, it'd be stu- yeah. stupid. Yeah. I wonder why the 
you know what? I wonder why they changed the um changed mm. the subtitles. Mm, weird. Mm. That's weird... what I heard. That's what I heard. I mean, I could be wrong. See, I was reading the subtitles while listening, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of like ah, hell screaming, yeah. and yeah, yeah, and it said "dick" on the subtitles. So, now hmm. yeah, some weird Netflix uh, <laughs> censorship. Right. Right. So the ship, we end where the ship is fixed and they're like, and the team's on the bridge. Something stinks. And it's Gary coming in in a hazmat suit. Because mm-hmm. it was he all his fault. all the rings. Yeah, he found all the rings. Now, he went down into the shitter, right? Um, what the fuck are the legends eating? Because he's, all he's got on him is like green stains and orange stains. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Fabricated food. What guess, does yeah. that shit like? Ooh, probably pretty neat. Oh my goodness! It looked like <laughs> there wasn't one piece of brown on him. No, <laughs> nope. And uh, they're like, "Thanks, Gary. That's good. That was that was nice." But you know, you were getting mind controlled. He admits no, he wasn't getting mind controlled. He's just that fucking stupid. <laughs> and now he's got a new. Uh, uh, emotional support animal, and it's a rabbit that he named. Oh, by the way, I never even mentioned he named the dog Gary Jr. Yeah, I like it. And the rabbit's Gary Jr. too. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cute, is it though? Yeah, yeah, I like that. I mean, like unoriginal. I love it. I think it's cute. Okay, I thought uh, I, I disagreed, but All right. and he got it from a carny, and he can't feed it after midnight because it's a fucking gremlin. Ah, yeah, that sucked. Yeah, well, especially because that's what because it literally it cuts to Ava and Jess McCallan is doing the the eye twitching, yes, uh, bit and yeah, exactly. Eye roll, like blowing up the bangs, <sighs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Although blowing up the bangs is easy, twitching one eye that's mm-hmm. that, that, that that takes a little skill. I'll give Jess mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Try that. It's not easy. Not easy. You're right. So Lita and Mick are in the galley. Mick walks in with two beers and she's like, oh, cool. One for me, dad. It's like, no, too young. <laughs> and she's like, now you obey the law. And he reads her an apology letter that he wrote. And she's like, Don, I don't need to hear it, man. You saved my life. He's like, no, no. He's reading her the apology letter. And this made me laugh a lot. Uh, he's like, you know, I should have been there for you in life, but I spent it in jail because I kept running into this red leather freak who was so fast. <laughs> yeah, but he's still got un, un, uh, finished issues. Is with the flash. Yeah. <laughs> she gets it and wants to stay for the weekend. And uh, he's like, cool, uh, roller derby? And she's like, no, he's like, mall? Like, with such sincerity. That's what teenage girls like to do. Mall? I like mm-hmm. them all. You could steal a lot from them all. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Yeah, no, yeah. I like, thought it was it, very cute. And, so, and then, she, and what did she say? They could st- stick around. Yeah, and she stick around for the first time. Yeah, it's really nice. Well, next and next episode, we get the promise of that. Uh, okay. Uh, and this all ends with Astra and Zari had the scene where Zari's like trying to rear pal, and Astra's like, "Yeah, well, points for trying, but no thanks." And then uh, Sarah and Ava flirting about using this blindfold in bed because now they figure Gideon can fix her, but she can't. There's no abnormalities. This is magic. She blind, motherfucker. Hmm. For at least 
most of the rest of the season. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> With her new superpower that she can see the future. This is what I'm talking. We talked about this before. They do this, they do another one next season to kind of amp her up with superpowers being around so much more fantastical stuff and uh it's it's this is the first attempt is the blind doing the blind superhero thing who can touch people and see their futures and at least a lot of fun stuff especially in the next episode next episode travis Mm -hmm. is one of my favorites and i can't wait to see what you think of it it is uh i might have mentioned it to you before it is a it, it's it's our um college frat movie inspired oh, cool. all right uh inspired one i think i, right. I mentioned it before uh yeah i think i can remember seeing ads for it so this tells me that we would have we would have been recording by now yes we were oh we definitely yeah. were i remember telling you this was early in our, our recording yeah telling yeah. you about the fact I, in fact i'm not gonna give it away because i I, kinda, I I knew that it would be so long but it is oh, one of the lower ranked because super female centric you know girl power type episode but it is also mm-hmm. a full animal house slash revenge of the nerds without the rape scene slash old school slash college sure. movie uh episode cool. that i think right. is right. super fun i think it's super love. Fun. sounds great but awesome before we wrap this up i've said it before i've said it again uh my mvp nick Zano. you yeah the more you say that uh, but I, I would go with uh charlie macy richard macy richard sellers that's a yeah they, i thought she yeah, yeah she was I great she did really good like i think I said, the whole episode like the little things she would make little choices mm-hmm. um with the dialogue that was really good but yeah i definitely noticed uh zana was a standout as well tonight and again i mean i just get my gary issues and it all comes back to when i first saw it i just really hated the character so much uh mm. that come through but all in all i think this is one of the better episodes of this season i think it's nice and tight yeah. it tells a great story there's a lot of great emotional beats and it's fun and funny yeah. and a surprising villain it's good stuff yeah, I go Good solid TV. seven. Solid seven. Solid seven. I, I can't I'd go give higher. It a, I'd give it as I'd give it an eight. That's ah, too high. Way too high. Mm, it, well, that's its IMDb. IMDb is All an right. eight for this one, so I'm gonna go with All right, buddy. Because you know me and the IMDb. All right, Travis. Once again, this was a lot of fun, and I'll uh, be talking to you tomorrow night. Can't wait. That's Mystery Titans Theater, everybody. Uh, live on Twitch every other Saturday or whenever. Just keep the just follow us on social media, guys. Gideon on Twitter and uh. And uh, you get all the updates on uh, everything. Uh, the show, that show, all the shows. And uh, check out um, Gwen Shorts, uh, wherever you can uh, find that show, which is on everywhere. Uh, check out everything at the um, Podcast Network, the, the few things we got. Here's the, I'm going to reveal the story, Travis. At the uh-huh. end of this year, I am uh, assuming the uh, financial burden of the Palm Podcast Network and uh, there'll be a few changes and uh, the, the big ones will be any of you out there who've got an idea for a podcast or a project and you just need a place to put it this is going to be the place to put it doesn't matter what it's about we'll just uh, check it out and uh, we'll give you a place to uh, try try your hand and uh, having some fun podcasting I'm just uh, hoping I survive the, the changes the, the survives layoffs, the changes the layoffs that are coming uh, you know what you're gonna have to come into my office Travis <laughs> As I give you a promotion, buddy. Of course. You got to get the promotion. Are you kidding me? I'm going to give you some some phony baloney name that sounds important. It'll be great. Brand ambassador. 
wow. grand ambassador. I mean, that that grand ambassador that that'll do in lieu of payment. Yeah. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. goodbye. Ooh, sorry, I stepped on your goodbye. Thank you.